0: And someone would. Welcome, oh, there we welcome, go. Who thought? <laughs> on. Carry on. on.
1: Cool. Here we go. Here we go. Join Andrew Wall.
0: And Brad Domingue.
1: Our mission: make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are you ready?
0: Woohoo! 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 Here we go go it's another friday night we're here with another amazing guest it is the QBO rock star herself the amazing alicia katz Pollock, uh who goes by the smart sassy easily amused ocd business owner um but she's not just a business owner she's a business coach um and you you teach uh business owners as well as being mm-hmm. a business owner as well right alicia yes, absolutely uh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us and, and for joining us last Friday as well for the for the after show and hanging out. It was out. fun. It was yeah, fun. It was, it was a good you time. You guys are fun. It's Friday night. You know, thank what else that. are you
1: going to do? Talk about accounting all night, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. That's what I like doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or maybe a few other nerdy things, which we might I mentioned. had this really cool
1: transaction today. You should have seen it.
0: What was your transaction? What happened? Oh, no,
1: actually, wasn't. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm doing a, a QBO uh, conversion from an, a tool called Account Edge. Andrew, do you know that tool? It's Canadian. Yeah, it's MyOB, it right? To, it used to be M-Y-O-B. It's MyOB. Yeah, that was my
2: very, very first accounting software. Right, and, but yeah. the
1: brand went to went to Australia, um, mm-hmm. and Account Edge was left behind, and it's still a desktop thing. But anyways, it was just going along the conversion, then I ran into the import area and it just stopped working so i had to give up let the client know i'll look at it tomorrow Mm -hmm. and i've had lots of help i posted about it on get into it and just like everything in our community right you you need some help and people are are trying to help i've had pms and offers from people that work it into it (laughs) so
0: i'm a big fan of the cutover you know keep your crop and whatever it was at year end, we're going to a new product and forever that will be dead. well that's
1: what we are doing. It's a um, clean and it's a it's a clean install. I'm doing it from scratch. I mean, I'm just, well, you're was really just getting
0: opening balances, right? Yeah, and,
1: but that, that's what I was trying to do is put the opening balances in using the journal entry import tool, which is newish. And yeah. I just See, got I, this I weird wouldn't
0: bother. I'd just do the journal entry.
1: Well, it's a pretty big one and it was, would have been way faster to do it this way because i basically export the tv did it and then until you run in. into
0: a million issues import. yeah but <laughs> if i was using sassant
1: or if i was using quickbooks desktop import or anything else it would have worked for whatever reason and i was talking to someone with Intuit it uh, to it tonight i said you shouldn't link that the the key link in that data file and the csv file or whatever should not be the the name of the account it should be the account number that should be an option and they don't allow you i like account numbers because they're truly unique you know you can't replicate one but names you know if you're trying to copy and paste and this and that the data gets wacky and that's basically it's telling me all my names are wrong so i just said ah so I Let the client know I said, look, sorry, I'm using a new tool. If I used Sassant, it would have been there, done that. I could have manually entered the, the journal entry by now. But, anyways, here we are talking about journal entries on Friday night. I've <laughs> yeah. never, ever, ever, ever done that. Ever. Yeah,
0: well, that's because and, and don't we have- get me
1: and don't get me started about journal entries. Yeah. That's one of anyways, my soapboxes. It was that kind, of, it was that kind of day. It's no big deal. Um, the what is sweet is the client is super excited about getting on QBO. They're coming from account edge. I, we had a really great zoom session a few weeks ago, husband and wife team. They've got a really cool kind of signage company. I love dealing with cool entrepreneurs. I know you do Alicia, because you're so cool. So I don't think you would mix with somebody's, you know, super conservative and, and a little uptight and well, that's not true. People like yourself can, can warm them up or warm mm-hmm. them over. Right.
2: Yeah, I love going to a client's office and they've got Fox News in the background.
0: Just don't get on your (laughs) literal
2: soapbox. But you're from (laughs) Portland,
1: so that's bad because the whole place has been burning and burnt to the ground. That's what I heard anyways.
2: That's a rumor.
1: No, no, it's got to be true. I heard it on the internet. No, it's got to be true.
2: No, Uh, a dumpster and a trash can, as far as I know. No, fake. Yep. (laughs) So anyways,
1: (laughs) I guess we just live in this new world where we don't believe anything. We'll just have... uh,
2: no, as long as Idiot. you make up a story and you say it it's true yeah just say heard it, it enough that's all yeah, you need right. well, to
0: do it's not just you have to say it. just have enough trolls to repeat it i and need them. more trolls
1: yeah. so if anyone anyone's out there <laughs> and wants to troll me please do that
2: yeah go ahead no, and, and repeat anything that Anti sam i need to bots say. Yeah. i need
1: a bot hey Rush, are you listening
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, post- that how it yeah. works hey potent i actually this is a true story i got a request the other day i it was on linkedin might have been facebook it was linkedin and the guy's name was something something putin and then i i looked through the profile and it, it was so fishy it looked like a it was linkedin it would look like a fake profile like it was just too perfect and the history just there was you could tell it was copied and pasted but the guy's name was putin and i thought now nah, this this is truly some russian guy pretending to be somebody important on and yeah, they're going to go after you. And of course,
2: well, he must have family, right? There must well, be other Putin's he, he, out there. But he, here's, the, well,
1: actually, I have a Russian story, but that's for the, I can do that for the after part. My, my <laughs> grandfather was actually held in by the Red Army j- just after the war oh, wow. for quite some time. He thought he was going to die and he instead escaped. So
0: well, that's, I've, that's unfortunately, my
1: family some, story.
0: Some horror um, stories with the Russians uh, from my Hungarian side. So my brother-in-law, Peter, um, his father uh, and mother grew up in Hungary uh, during the war um, and saw some atrocities. I yeah,
1: can imagine. And yeah, my grandfather, I have actually got this really cool story that my aunt actually put together, but it was like my grandmother recited it all. She's, um, People often ask, what kind of name is Salmanis? It's Latvia. And if you look on the map, Latvia is put one of the Baltic states with Lithuania and Estonia. And it's just right there next to Russia. So basically, the Germans took it during the war. And then and then the Russians took it from them. And they were what kind of stuck in the middle. On, right? Well, my, my family, you know, they didn't want either. They're Latvians. And oh, yeah. they're predominantly we, we Latvia. But they had to deal with both. Good. And when the Germans came in, it was like, well, you got to make a living, right? So everyone sort of, the Germans had money, you know, and and there was no one else to buy from you, basically, because the whole country was cut off and it was occupied. So effectively, what happened is anyone who fed their families at the backs of, you know, Germans buying your, your catch, your fish or whatever, they get rounded up, which was pretty much every guy in the place. And my grandfather disappeared for a month or something like that. The story goes, but he came back. He Whatever had happened, he'd never talk about it, and and that was that. Um, so, anyways, I think won't. it's There's because of like my... That, s-
0: even if there is an American Civil War. <laughs> well,
1: no, but I think it's my social media activity, because you guys know that I stir shit up on, on Twitter, and I've <laughs> lost, lost a Twitter account <laughs> over it. But seriously, it, it I had this one person one day who... Was so pissed off at me because I was making fun of a certain um a leader of the, fr- of the free world who's just having the meltdown of the century, anyways. He went into my got my acuity or went to my website and tried to book all my time using my my acuity link. Started rec- booking appointments. Well, I started getting these notifications that so and so, and he was like, I am you know, Soros, and I'm this guy, and all these characters from, <laughs> from Mega World. You and were some, word. well basically what i did was i it because i just shut down acuity you can turn it basically turn it off you just put a busy signal on your whole month and then no one can schedule anything which is super easy to do but i've got phone calls like voicemails um which is tricky because i don't really put my number out there and i, I get a lot of emails call me you know
0: we, cock
1: and all this stuff we've whatever.
0: got negative feedback about tol- talking about politics here and the one thing i do want to say is like i am willing to have a conversation with anyone mm-hmm. and everyone and i, I think that's one of the most important things is that conversations happen
1: yes absolutely
0: and and i and i'd love to have conversations with the people in our industry and there are some pretty um vocal people in our industry yeah. Uh, Will Lopez is is a great personality of- of Oh, he loves
1: Trump. He he, he loves Trump, the man, the character. And I still love Will. Will's Will's awesome. And we know you're probably out there, Will. Um, We have agreed to disagree publicly on Facebook and stuff, but I've never stopped liking the guy. Mm -hmm. Um, William English is another. You know, he gets up there and he says, this is my latest status manifesto. And he writes this big book about why he's so pissed off but he ne- he's never going, oh, the election was stolen. He's just angry that there's going to be a Democratic president. And that's fine. That's okay. You know, we don't all agree in, on the same thing. So.
0: But we do yeah. know that, Alicia and yourself, and generally speaking myself, we, like, it, it's funny because I I, I historically have always uh, leaned to the right, but almost found myself leaning a lot more to the left I'm now. Mo- because- I'm moderate. But what I like- was
2: right is now center. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Yeah, and that's yeah.
1: that's where I was. They call that a a red Tory, Andrew. It basically means you have a lot of conservative leanings in a lot of areas, but you believe in in liberal concepts too it's okay to to balance it out and yeah, find you want
0: to balance you don't want to kill people to do it yes
2: <laughs> right. exactly yeah, exactly it, now, it, whenever it, i'm having these conversations with people you know i, I know i'm not going to be able to change somebody's opinion about no. something so i always try and come to it from the facts like do they have actual facts and statistics behind them and if they're going to put out an assertion can they back it up yeah. and you know and come at it from there
0: well, yeah. and also i'm pretty sure because you're a pretty smart lady <laughs> like you've ascend- you've attended two pretty amazing university tu- tufts is a pretty what? good university oh nice and and um, you really have stalked her oh yeah of course yeah, I did. No, go, where <laughs> i went to school um that's <laughs> <Yeah,
1: and, laughs> yeah. where you went to elementary <laughs> school, school i think
0: yeah i could go right down of course that's the first thing you're going to see in your linkedin profile right is what <laughs> you <university's laughs> went to and um i mean you have a pretty impressive uh, background and and also just in, in talking with you last week you're clearly articulate you're clearly educated you're clearly smart um and and i find oftentimes most of the people online are not <laughs> no exactly well, the, the
1: loud the, the really crazies out there like i know what these the dark side of of what happened in america on on jan oh. 6th i i saw that <laughs> yeah. coming because i see those those sorts of people involved there there is a side that is like are you just stupid is that your problem i'm not well, saying here's, they all are. The, here's
2: the thing you have to keep in mind the average iq i'm sorry the median iq is a hundred so like half the people around you see my my below might be 100 a IQ. I don't, yeah. the,
0: I don't know where that baseline meets.
2: <laughs> right well so um It's 100. Yeah, 100 is
1: always considered kind of that benchmark. And, you know, it's it's I don't want to sit there and say, oh, I'm smarter than you, because that's just not fair, because not everyone has is born with the same, you know, skills and and whatever. And We all have to be open minded about that. I have people, friends from every different walk of life, every different education. One of my best friends growing up, he left school literally at junior high school. He never went to high school. I didn't think you were allowed to do that.
0: I, 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 don't, think so I don't, I don't, education, I think is a privilege. It doesn't necessarily gauge your intelligence. It, it, like you can learn, you can be in, incredibly book smart, yeah. really stupid. Yeah. That's one man, thing that
2: I really like about this industry and this community that I've found myself funked in the middle of is that I'm surrounded by smart people yes. and I don't have to agree with everything Never that be they the think, smartest but person I love in the room. that. I'm not sure if I'm the smartest person in the room. Either. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, and isn't it so cool now that being smart is cool?
2: Like, oh, yeah. No. When I was, when I was a kid, I was a geek, and I was like the outcast. And now <laughs> my kids are like, we're nerds like mom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they wear it like a badge of honor. Like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I think I love, like, I like people for people like that's the thing i what i don't like what's going on in the world right now is there's labels being created you're a liberal you're a conservative but it's like now you're a person you know you have beliefs and values i expect that you Mm -hmm. know imagine being cookie cutter where everyone thought the same thing and looked the same and did the same thing it would be so boring and but that's what we're
2: encouraged to do that is what society does right that's what school used to train you to be Yeah, to be conformist, and here's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, U.S. schools schools were were actually originally designed to teach people how to do factory work. Like that's why you had bells with periods because they taught they were teaching you to start and stop your tasks and to switch tasks, and that was the original purpose of public school.
0: Yeah, and that's why public schools fail so often right now Mm -hmm. because it doesn't free thinking. Yeah, they're still doing that, and and I mean. You know, I, I'm struggling right now with my five-year-old uh, who's in um, public school system and has now virtual classes and virtual classes with a teacher who doesn't understand technology. Oh, no. uh,
1: oh that hurts.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, it hurts. And it's like uh, we've got all the parents have like created this group and we had a meeting and there was like a PowerPoint presentation created and she's has to the principal and all this drama. Oh, no. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. Uh,
1: well, I, Andrew, I know you're going to hate this because for a while now during this pandemic, I mean, it, Andrew, um, Alicia, I don't know if you know the history of the show, but obviously Andrew started this with with Hector um, Garcia and, and Michael Lee, mm-hmm. and I kind of um, started filling in right at the start of the pandemic, and um, as long as I've been on the show, it's been a source a sore spot the way that the education systems being handled out there. <laughs> so, well, Andrew, you're gonna hate me for this, but Chris just went back to school. It's his first year of high school. He did not want to be doing virtual. So he's been in school once already. And then we started having horizon cases. So they basically said, okay, everyone home for a month. And Alberta kind of did a quasi shutdown, but it, all the kids had to go home
0: but now they're going back right well chris yeah. went
1: back on monday
0: um oh really already yeah
1: he went back on last on um, this week and he and he's way better spirits got to see his friends there were hardly any cases at his school before and you know chris takes it seriously and his friends have been and and it's good for his sanity and it's good for his te- like chris is a really good student he prides himself on good marks but when he's at home doing it he works himself into a tizzy he's kind of a perfectionist but when he's around his friends the stress levels are low and he just it's more relaxed so
2: well, it, well I, interesting how kids lucky. are so different because my son is the same age he's a freshman in high school and he is doing so much better with distance learning because now he's not surrounded by all the chaos and right all the all the it's, teenage boys are just dicks <laughs> and he doesn't have to manage But it all is of high, that. School. No, <laughs> it's, it's high school when chris wants the high school experience
0: extraver- and I'm finding that in my business, I'm finding the same experience. The introverts are thriving during this. The yes, because they, they
1: don't have to see yeah. people. You can sit down, put your nose to the grindstone, do work. My son's work. got
2: straight A's and no interpersonal stress. So like is, this has worked out for him. Well, Chris is kind of introverted, but he's
1: developed a core group of friends that- Dude, yeah, he's, no son. he's
0: not an introvert. Come on. <laughs> do, you, nice. do you think you're an introvert?
1: <laughs> he's he's um, now he he is probably more so yeah definitely but he's um he's founded kind of a core group of friends where they can do video games and stuff but they're tight right they, but they like hanging out they kind of cruise around do things around town they get to start that again on Monday they're not allowed to hang out yet they come home from school and that's it you're not allowed to hang out <laughs> but here's the here's the most the best news that I got is that. My wife came home yesterday and says, "Guess what, Brad? Haircuts are back." So I'm really <laughs> fortunate because I've had the same guy cut my hair for like close to 40 years. I did the math the other day, and I can text him and say, "Got any appointments?" And sure enough, as soon as I heard, I said, "Hey, I just got the good news." So I'm in on Tuesday. Well, I like, like your
2: haircut. hair longer. Yeah, but it
1: gets weird. <laughs> I've got a lot yeah, of it. I just it, wish so.
0: I had hair right <laughs> like
1: but, but the thing
0: fault. is is
1: I was going to get it right before our last our last lockdown and I got the very last appointment and I put it on my calendar and it was right in the middle of that virtual QBO event uh QB hmm. Connect event so I went well, I guess I'll just have to wait <laughs> oh,
0: the things yeah. we do for our community <laughs> yeah, yeah but,
1: I, I don't know it's It's just weird when it's long. There's a lot of it there, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Andrew. There's not a lot of it there, yeah.
1: But yeah, we we shut down for close to a month and our numbers went down. We were getting kind of like the rest of the world. And it was kind of scary there for a little bit. It's easy to get out of
2: control with this thing. What's it like where you're
0: at, Alicia? Oregon? Well, in
2: in Oregon, where most people are real respectful of masks and we've got the big debate about whether the kids should go back to school or not. And, you know, for me personally, even if the schools open up, my kids are staying home because my son like has lung stuff he's at right, school, so I can't take the chance. Will you have um, that
0: option? Is Will virtual be available? Yeah, we have
2: the option here, Andrew. My, um. my fantasy is that they they have the kids who need to get back into a live environment have the chance to get back into a live environment and the kids who are thriving in online can stay online which i see as a win-win because yeah. then there'll be fewer bodies in the school and you can do more social distancing and it's a lot easier to manage but so i'm hoping smart. for a, hybrid. No way a
0: public school system is going to be smart
2: know, <laughs> right Well, I have a master's in teaching. And when all this started happening, you know, my instant thought was, oh, my God, I have a role in all of this to help navigate it. And but, you know, I've got so much going on. There wasn't any way that I could break and veer into doing that. Yeah. You know, originally I got a master's in teaching because I wanted to do a homeschool and do like little community schools like the way that they've got pod education now with yeah. COVID that was actually my master's thesis was oh, I well, do cool. that.
0: you could yeah. literally you could teach the world how to teach online because you have been doing it effectively for for a long time as has your husband mm-hmm. right like this is not new to you guys mm-hmm. you know how to do it yeah why do you think so many people struggle with being able to make that shift from in-person education to virtual education because like i'm seeing it with my my kid's teacher and there's a lot of teachers that are struggling with that it's not just my my son's teacher
2: well if you think about you know there's there people different people learn in different ways you know there's kinesthetic learners audio learners and visual learners and what's that first one kinesthetic, kinesthetic. I, so physical, physical? Like, physical. okay and so computers take away that entire kinesthetic. So if right. you're somebody who learns by either doing or hands-on or even wiggling and moving and moving from class to class to class, your body is moving. And so if you're a kinesthetic learner sitting in one chair and this is all crazy. the movement you get, you're not going to do as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, but if you're a visual learner and you're taking it in through the computer, you're going to do better on a computer than you're going to do in a live room.
0: Right, and that I've always sense. heard of visual learners. I, I, to be honest, until tonight, had never heard of.
1: I was asked that <laughs> was this week. They said, "Are you a visual learner?" And I stood there and I, went,
0: I, I did a. Most um men are. Men I did a video shoot.
1: On, I knew. I did a video shoot on Tuesday for um, the the app um, Fun Through. They asked me to do a promotional video for them, and they, and videographer we're going through all this and we're going through the script and stuff and he asked me as a visual learner i said what are you gonna do, put up pictures and i have to identify them instead of a script i don't know I'm like <laughs> sorry man i wasn't sure what he meant by that
0: but i know I what never, he means by visual learner i didn't know what he meant by learn your script visually like i guess just stare at it and memorize i don't it. know
1: well the, the discussion was around um one of the, the people they did this at the 11th hour they said oh we should have got you a teleprompter and i sort of said yeah i would have like that and they wanted to do a certain format instead they just said oh you can wing it which was was fine but it was like we did like four cuts and they were all completely different you know i I was hoping to have a little more structured focus message but it was fun um they're a cool company i've had um i don't know if you well you wouldn't have fun through in the u.s They're a canadian Mm -mm. but i think they call them fun box or something down there it's one of these um accounts receivable factoring tools that it's really cool the way it does it. It connects up to QuickBooks Online. It'll go in and look at your receivables to see if you have AR. And then they can do a quick little analysis on your business and give you a credit limit. And then you can fund those invoices. I
2: think it's FundBox. Yeah. I think it's, it's FundBox.
1: But what I love about it, like I've had an account for years and I have I don't usually have much AR that I worry about, but a few times I've used it is super convenient. You just say, yeah, I want to fund this, and it takes the money, puts it in your bank account, and then you pay it back automatically. And um when when your client pays you, you can pay it back and then you're done. The fees are reasonable, all that that good stuff. So um, yeah, they've they've expanded their offerings. They got all these online financial options that I'm gonna sit down with them next week and we're gonna go through some of their their stuff. And they got great swag, Andrew. You saw that.
0: Yeah, I was jealous. Like I just, I'm like, where's my I, swag, fun through?" I, so, I still
1: that. <laughs> so, Hold on. Yeah. Oh, uh, Backers. <laughs> speaking of
0: teleprompters, I got an amazing teleprompter app that I got because um, I was doing some stuff for my daughter. And it's voice recognition.
2: I I just saw that recently and uh, like, ah, oh, I totally, exactly totally amazing. want that.
0: Because if you've ever used a teleprompter, getting that timing right is fucking really hard. And if
2: you're delivering naturally, even though you're on script, sometimes you're going to pause where you don't pause in other places. And having a teleprompter that actually knows where you're at and stops until you actually get there, and then keeps going or speeds up because you oh, didn't. I see what you're saying. I can't that sounds closer cool. to try it
0: in a professional so world. step on your. Doing it. <laughs> We're well, talking over.
2: Anyways, this. it
1: was it was fun. It, it was about a th- I had about three hours with them, and the guy had brought in two big, you know, professional video cameras and. Had everything set up. It was fun. Um, we're, We've talked about maybe doing some more. It was my first real experience doing something like that, you know. And it was full disclosure because it'll be there in the in the video. It was a paid gig. It wasn't a ton, you know. It, they just basically negotiated something. They buy you was a start.
0: Is basically what they did. <laughs>
1: no, no. They, they basically just said, "Tell us, tell us what you want," and yeah but at the end of the day, they, they have editorial license, right? Because they wanted to have the message a bit and we said, well, it is a paid message. So we'd, we'd like the script side, but we'd like the fact that you're good at winging it. Cause I did a webinar with them and into it a few months ago and it went really well. That's how all this started. And I think it's a cool product. There's not many of them up, up here in this cash management world where receivables can be a real pain in the ass to collect. It's an option, right? If you've got a viable client and they just pay you slow, and they're slow because of the pandemic, but you know they're good for it, it's a great little bridge tool. So well, I think it is an
0: amazing tool, but hopefully you it don't can be dangerous. It as there is a cost. <laughs> yes,
1: and and but the thing is, most traditional factoring companies basically to to, to get approved, they come out with a microscope and. And they put on rubber gloves and they say, you know, bend over and let's cut and cough a bit because, and there's a lot of paperwork and traditional sort of uh, processes. I personally, you know, I was a, a CFO controller for close to 20 years. And I always had these factoring businesses come out and try and sell me their wares. And I wouldn't buy them because they were like used car salesmen. That's why I'm really, really gung ho on this one, because it's, it's just the cool thing. It's an app that you don't pay for unless you use it. So once you're approved, you have it there in the back of your mind, knowing and you can if you do. It's sort of like it is. You can borrow against it. If you know you've got a big, a big like that's part of the argument. If you want to go for a really big um, project, a lot of times, like especially if you need inventory and you have to an upfront cost, you have to go buy some goods. You can't do it really unless you've got a healthy balance sheet have a deep bank account and be able to sit. For you know 60, 90 days to get paid. In the meantime, you got to go out and buy your inputs for that for that project. So it's a great way to to fund our finance.
2: So it's kind of and like an alternative for a project. line of credit. Yeah. As
1: yeah. long as you got the, the AR and and they've got a um, I'm gonna learn more about this, but they said they've got a new algorithm that does all kinds of things that is, assesses your credit worthiness. And you sign off on it when they connect to QBO. I mean, it's like everything else. It's privacy is assured. What's, you, that,
0: you, what's that woman who uh, was from Shark Tank or Dragon's Den in Canada? Uh, she has someone like that. They, they're oh, that we met
1: her. Um, Michelle Romano. Michelle we Romano. She, we, we opened for her in Vancouver.
0: She has what's something her like that. product that she has that's ClearBank? ClearBank.
1: ClearBank. I think it's more than just factoring. There's all kinds uh, of no, things. Oh no, ClearBank, but
0: it's that same idea as like we're, we're gonna lend and there. ClearBank is so much more sophisticated than factoring. Yeah it's, yeah, it's primarily around e-commerce type of businesses. Yes, but it's the same idea. I'm gonna lend you money. I'm gonna charge you a crazy fucking rate.
2: <laughs>
0: but, um, no, but Fundoo's but but not lend bad. Money based on money you don't have yet, because I know you're gonna get it. It's the same idea. It's Fundoo fun isn't bad. A more sophisticated factoring.
1: What, what I like about fun through is they make it super flexible how you want to pay it back. And they give you, like, they won't give you a, like you can skip a payment if you want to, but not two payments, you know, cause then it's like, now you got challenges cause they're worried about their valuation of, of the asset they're using. So, you know, it's, it's a good win win because they take just enough risk, but I don't think their fees penalize you for wanting to use something like that it's, it's what, what are the
0: rates like that do you know
1: i i, I forget off the top of my head because i haven't used it for quite some time i don't have receivables because i i got away from I have, know, extending I have, I have terms negative
0: receivables I, I literally you get prepayments right you get deposits 000, 000 of yeah. a year. Mm-hmm.
1: and i write in my agreements it says credit card or a rotessa which is a pre-authorized debit it's like it's out of your bank account out of your credit card I decide well, when I get paid and, and I don't have a Rotessa is such
0: problem. an underrated tool. Oh, it's so good. Uh, uh, yeah, we got to get to is... before we tell the world how amazing Rotessa is. But uh, Alicia, I want to know from you, like, do you have a, like a favorite app or do you have a tool that you just like think is awesome?
2: Well, my favorite at the moment is Export My Books. That, that's like, Ooh. that was this week's oh, geez, favorite. have never heard of it. That you? sounds cool. What's what is it? To? Conversion <laughs> tool? It's an um, import tool, right? <laughs> it's an export tool. So you can take your... Uh, oh, take your books you, with you and your you leave. QBO, QBO out of QBO and down to desktop because um, Intuit just removed all of the export tools. Like you used to be able to do it easily through... A,
1: That's um, right. They had a QBO. Observer,
2: and then it got harder and then you needed a backdoor and now it didn't work at all. And so and export we can't my do books that up here. Does
1: it? For a while there, you could convert your QBO file to a desktop. Here's yeah, one way. You used to you, be able you,
2: to in product and you, and they took it out and then they made it hard. And so this week, this Why week, it's I my favorite app. To? Why would you want to? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't get it um, myself, I,
1: Andrew. I'm not even going there. Um, well,
2: just I just sitting, had but... a client who was on Simple Start but needed Plus for his nonprofit. And so there was no way to um, get him into his tech, his existing tech soup subs- subscription. So we took his simple start and brought it down to des- to desktop using Export My Books, and then uploaded it. Into oh, then you convert it. Profit. That's that's why
1: I use oh, desktop so it was these like days. A- is for a conversion mm-hmm. tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's usually what See, that's, I do.
0: That's when we know we've got a brainiac in the group. She's like, I don't need to go to desktop. I <laughs> just have to go over to here. <laughs>
1: a desktop is a great conversion tool because it's got a lot of really awesome ways to bring in the numbers, massage them, clean them up. Super fast. Like I normally, this conversion I'm working on now, I normally go to desktop first, clean everything up, and then do the in-place conversion in desktop to QBO. This time, I decided to give the QBO um, uh, import tools a, a try, and for the most part, most of them weren't mm-hmm. good. The journal entry flaked out on me, but getting in oh, we're customers back to that and vendors. <laughs> is that?
2: I said, Nope. Oh, we're back to that journal entry again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but. Well, so, you know what yep. I mean? Like
1: it is, I learned that from Connie Spark. She's a friend. Do you know Connie?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Alicia, she was in Salt Lake. She's from Edmonton, which is just north of me here in Alberta. And um, anyways, she gave me the idea. I said, yeah, she just uses desktop for everything. She doesn't have any desktop clients, but it's a mm-hmm. valuable utility. Her monthly subscription pays for itself mm-hmm. as a conversion tool 10 times over. And that's kind of why I view it that way. I can... Well,
2: my- my, my two other that. apps, one of them is a single use thing, but I don't know if you know that rewind.io, yeah. you can undelete yeah. a single transaction. So like if you had right. that really nasty yeah. journal entry for payroll and you accidentally Canadian delete app. it, you can Rewind's just rewind. a pretty
0: it. popular it's From, app. from yeah.
1: Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah. a good company. They, um,
0: and they started in the really e-commerce space and then came over to QBO and said, hey, we can do what we're doing over yeah. here. Shopify. Yeah, right. They they
2: exactly. Shopify backups. Yeah, yeah. that's a and cool this, little tool. And then one of my other favorite ones is C Data, which I, um, Matt Fulton, Matthew Fulton is the one who introduced me to that, but like you can go in and you can actually just change things in your QBO file without like going through all the, all the, the forms you can, it just pulls your QBO data into an Excel spreadsheet and you just use your Excel tools on your QBO data and then import it right back up again.
0: That so sounds kind of interesting.
2: Game changer.
0: Yeah. Awesome. That's
2: like a, a
0: that's an accounting nerd's paradise. What? <laughs> I can just put this into Excel, manipulate it however I want, and then put it back yeah. up? Uh-huh.
1: Totally. Well, that's yeah. ultimately where we like to play. You know, at the end of the day, we say we were trying to get away from it, but we're always going to use it for something, right?
2: Oh, every well, if, if we'll I need to do a find and Excel replace of and change something in yeah. a whole lot of transactions, it's so much nicer yeah. to be able to, to pull it down and do it. Yeah. And that's
1: why, you know, that's a, the beauty of that desktop import tools. you get everything all printed up in Excel. And they just copy and paste. Like, that's that is such a game changer where you can take this huge worksheet and just go bling, put right in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and that's interesting. They don't want you going back, though. They, they really must be taking a hard edge on we don't want people in desktop anymore.
0: Oh, they, they clearly don't. Even though, and the thing is, it's funny because even now, desktop is basically subscription based, right? Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, Most, the idea of yeah, we right. want you to go to QBO to move you over to a subscription model, they've already got everyone on subscription model, anyways.
2: Well like, go, they're specifically doing that now to get people so that, over that hump that if they didn't want to go to a QBO because it's subscription based, now that argument is completely moot. Yeah. Now you can't use that argument.
0: Which is a blessing because I don't know about you guys. I used to have clients who would bring me QBO files that were like ten years, twenty years old. Like they bought a version and like like yeah, the I mean, day the internet was created. It. The, the day a PC was
2: invented. Luckily, I you can still open those. a
0: copy of that QBO. Yeah, I still come I across QBO. Uh,
2: QuickBooks Desktop 2012 files every so often. Somebody's still using 2012. Well, the great oh. thing is, is
1: the newest version always opens that old crap. So mm-hmm. at least you know you can open it, convert it, and have it, and see how destroyed the data, the data mm-hmm. is. Because there's yeah. nothing like a desktop data file that hasn't been maintained.
0: But cards on the table, my knowledge of desktop is like virtually non-existent. Uh, I
1: I, I like desktop. It's got its merits.
0: My whole relationship with Intuit started with me like just ripping a new one into pretty senior execs who I didn't know were pretty senior execs (laughs) about how awful QuickBooks desktop was. So I I don't know if I've shared this story before, but I'll, I'll share it with you guys tonight. Um, when when I joined the Intuit community, I'd been I was on Zero. I, I was starting to believe in Zero. It was pretty early on. I had prior to Xero, I'd written my own software application because I was a software developer before I was an I before I was an accountant. And we'd written our program. And I got I went to actually a Wave Apps event where I met Josh Wig, who introduced me to Xero. And I went, Whoa, Zero has leapfrogged me. And I went into Xero very, very early on. I was like the first. I was the third zero member in Canada, like across the entire country. I was the third person on zero in the whole country. Um, And I was, I was pretty heavy into zero and QBO people like I had a BDO, a BDM manager who was calling me like monthly trying to like get me because the way they were calling people was they went to the zero website and saw who was a zero user and every zero user, they called to try and convert them to QBO. And they would call me every month and I would ignore their yeah. their phone call every month. And, and this guy, Akshay, actually called my, my receptionist, my colleague, Rachel, um, who you have met, Brad, and somehow finagled a meeting through her, or actually it wasn't Rachel, sorry, it was Oksana, another team member you've met, and finagled a meeting through her with me and booked into my calendar, and but he didn't just come by himself as the BDM. He brought um, Jim McGinnis, who was like the guy. For, he was the head of the accountant's side from the U.S., but I had no idea who he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim is a
1: big, a big wig, literally and figuratively.
0: Second highest at Intuit, basically. How tall is he? Is he taller than you? And and literally physically giant. Yeah. Uh, I think he's and, taller and,
1: than you, which is huge. It's like yeah. a
0: tree. And Chris Fudge, who I now know and love, um, who was actually very quiet in the meeting. I almost like forgot that he was there until he actually messaged me. Hey, by the way, I was in that meeting that you tore, tore a strip out <laughs> of uh, Jim McGinnis. Um, and so Jim McGinnis was in my front seat and like, I had a pretty big office with like two seats and then like a couch at the back. And so Akshay and Chris Fudge were in the back and Jim McGinnis and Rachel Arnett. I I can't remember. So she went to the uh, Australia pretty much right after, but they were in the front seats and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you got this meeting, but I'm a zero guy. I don't need fucking QBO. And by the way, QBO desktop is a fucking pain in the ass (laughs) because people keep bringing these old versions or they give me an accountant's copy and then change the version. And then don't import the accountant's copy. And now we're like, I hate your fucking product. It fucking sucks. (laughs) And I'm like, get out of my office.
1: <laughs> we we have a five second delay on there. Producer, will you? Yeah. get The bleeper. <laughs> up?
0: Yeah, the bleeper out. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, Jim McGinnis got me from swearing at him to, you know what? We you got the Kool Aid in 2015. Well, Andrew, I got the Kool Aid a couple got years. Kool But and I got the Kool Aid indirectly from a Zero person who basically said, QBO has more developers than into than Zero has staff, so this is where the future is and it's funny he's still a zero guy which is was chad davis and no, he still
1: is a, a zero guy he's the biggest, zero, he's guy the biggest zero guy yeah um
0: he and and he he was the one who effectively said help me go these guys are going to be the biggest guys in north america maybe not the biggest in the world but they're going to be the biggest in north america for sure which they are and thank god i sort of went that route. But, uh, he, Jim McGinnis, somehow the amazing salesman that he is turned me from hating their product to somehow willing to come out to an event at their thing where I met Brian Tritt and Brian Tritt's like, yeah, dude, that's, you that's how great. I
1: ended up in San Jose was Brian Tritt. I was yelling at Intuit on Twitter because their support was really shitty one day. And anyways, um, Brian responded to my tweet, but privately sent me a PM and says, Hey, do you got a phone number? I'd like to give you a call. We had a conversation. He let me vent for a while about a number of things. But the one thing he let me vent about, I was at a conference of a local conference into it sponsored. It's the Alan Salmon tour, Andrew. And I would, I want an iPad, but I was in the lobby talking to a client. And so I didn't get it. And you my, didn't
2: get your iPad.
1: My business partner, oh. well, this this <laughs> bookkeeper I, I partnered with, she she's texting me going, you just want an iPad. And she tried to get it and they wouldn't give it to me. And Intuit sponsored the iPad. So I said to Brian, damn iPad, I wanted that iPad. And I was just joking. I said, I already got like two iPads, so it's not the end of the world. But I had to, you know, bust his balls a bit. And he says, oh, I'll make it up for it. To, um, to you someday and that's led to san jose in 2015 that's got me my invite <laughs> oh, to qb connect he says is, about... is that better than an ipad and I went, okay you got
0: me. yeah that's better than an ipad but <laughs> than the iPad. <laughs>
1: he opened but I... he opened up a whole new world for me so
0: i've, I've was never because told you this one i missed of blood. The award I missed.
1: You're a firm of the future.
0: You? I was firm of the future, but I was out taking a phone call or doing something <laughs> really? as I was being awarded firm of the future. But this is like Canadian firm of the future, not the real firm of the future. It was the Canadian firm. This
2: deal is a big deal. A real firm of the future. It, it was the totally. well,
0: it was a Fitbit. So it's not
1: really the real firm of the future. So you didn't do like the last two. And I'll remind everyone in, in the rest of the world that Canada won the last two championships before they yep. stopped doing it. But, um, you know, it's a big deal. Just winning an award like that into it takes that shit seriously. Right. Oh. And they go through a lot of work. So, you know,
0: those awards I think that <laughs> are really important. I think I, yeah. They, I mean,
1: they, definitely. They, if that's what you're looking for, definitely. It's a, it's a good way to like, look at some of the people we know who have gone for that thing and they've done great things from Michael Lee in the U S and then up here with Tanya and Juliet and, and, you know, even, um, I'm kind of swallowing or choking on this one a bit, but Jenny Moore, you know, I was pulling for her big time. And um, we've had some great people do great things up here to get there. And the other countries too, you often feel like, you know, Australians, there's been some great firms. I've met some amazing people. Like think of Andrew, our relationship with Lillette. Right? Australian champion from whenever, uh, Lillette Kalasia. We got to get her on. We
0: can't pronounce her name, but we love you. (laughs) We love
1: you. But, you know, and and um, Karen Woodman, in, yeah, she, she won it one yeah. year and she beat out, I mean, she beat out Jenny. I was on the Jenny Moore fan club and I didn't, when Karen won, it was like, I love Karen, you know, she's so awesome.
2: I wish I so, qualified for it. I can't even, I can't even throw my name in the ring because I'm not a bookkeeping firm or an accounting firm. Wow. Because
0: you're more of a coach and a consultant than a yeah, because yeah. because
2: we're tr- we're training and troubleshooting, and so it's it's not really yeah, the same the thing. I would, actually f- I would feel for. like I was taking something out of somebody else's hands if I even like threw my name in the ring for that one.
1: But you're right; it was more. Have of you, an you trained slash, slash bookkeeping.
2: Uh, no, I've not trained anyone that's won. What what I do want is I want to be a top ten pro advisor or win one of the categories for the uh, insightful accountants top one hundred pro advisors. That's what yeah. that's that's a, my a, golden g- ring. That's I, it. it that's Probably a good screwed competition. myself
0: with them. Do you, do you know what I did one year with the insightful accountants one hundred? Did I ever? Did you see that video I posted? Uh. Uh-uh. I basically shamed them for oh, producing no. it completely. Do you think Murph would on, remember though? Mail list.
1: I wonder if Murph knows that. Because you could get Liz. Liz is a big part of that too, right? She's a big player in that space. Well,
0: I reached out to Heather Satterly and I said, "Hey, I'd love to do an article for Insightful Accountant. Like, forget like (laughs) I don't even need to be on your list. (laughs) I just want to write an article for you guys. Um, Can you maybe Murph
1: does remember you, Andrew? Well.
0: She said, sure thing, and then never followed up. And uh, there's not she the She probably
1: did. Murph up. went, no, that guy's dead to me.
2: I've been working with those folks for the last year, um, about maybe two years now, like doing a whole series of articles. We serialized my, my QuickBooks book that was on Amazon. I broke it out into chapters and ran it for a year through insightfulaccountant.com. So, you know, I really Brilliant. don't way know to, what like, problems pre- you've had with them, time. but I love those guys. <laughs>
1: i have a question do yeah like... good people Mur- murph is a good man and i mean liz
0: scott i wish you were out there my friend
1: we're, we're mm-hmm. getting you on here if you are Are we gonna do a,
0: like a london reunion are we gonna do we should I
1: hope we should happens. heather's heather said she would do her best to stay up late for us so let's do it
0: yeah i, I do almost, love those it's been
1: almost two years so yes on that note Andrew, um i you if you remember when we went to london i spent the first few days hanging out with my buddy um, yep. and then my other friends from my Bermuda days came out. Well, my friend Graham, who I used to hang out with in Bermuda, he's, you know, a very successful CPA, um, C, whatever they called ACA in the UK. He's kind of semi-retired. He says to me, um, on a Facebook message I was having with the two of them, he said, Hey, maybe I should come on your show sometime. It's 3am. Right. And I said, 3am man. And he said, no, I'd be in. So I want to go.
0: I'd love to bring more of the UK people, anyone from the UK. Yes, we'll have a AFL UK reunion AM night to be on this show. Exactly. Have an and
1: we'll, we'll put it out there. That'll be it. we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do that.
0: We'll what, drink tea and, and, and stuff. Hello to our <laughs> guest last week, who I just expected to be like, I'm thank you for the show. It's, you know, 10 o'clock. I'm going to bed. He stayed no. up
2: till the sun came hey, up. You said there until dawn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Impressive, right? Like, uh, that was I, good. I think he might have a contender for the QBO rockstar hashtag because he legit is well, a- you
1: know, he could be QBO UK, uh, okay. right. Yeah. He you should suggest it. And he plays bass. You guys could do some, oh. you know, some crazy compilations.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You've got your And yours. I don't
1: see bass players do stuff together often, but bass sounds so cool, and you guys are both kind of cut from that same claw. I think he can figure something out.
2: I've always, you know, it's funny that bands will have two guitars or sometimes three, but you never see a band with two and you see two drummers, but you never see a band with two basses. And that's, That's...
0: I guess, because what we were talking about last week about how the bass sort of sets the tone, right? If you had two people setting the tone, you'd get off rhythm.
2: I personally think that I would be great in a band with two basses. Like I'm happy just like holding down the roots and doing things with the rhythm and let them go and do Let's things with the melody stuff. You know, yeah, I, I can see it. Happening. I could see it. I like, yeah. I like that.
1: So there you go. We got two QBO rock stars, two bass players back to back.
0: and that wasn't that wasn't planned <laughs> we out together too last week because like there was obviously
2: like so many synergies. There was definitely synergy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the QBO rockstar.com URL. Hey, Brad. It,
1: it was my pleasure. You're the first person I thought of. I, I thought, well, I can keep it, but what's the point? Right. And, well, um, you know, it's
2: like I, I can make a distinction in it. Like You see people all the time saying, oh, they're a rock star at this. Like we have that expression meaning excellence. And so I distinguish it like not just rock star with one word. Like you I'm actually Q-B-O are a rock star. Rock star, two words.
1: You actually play. Yeah, I saw that distinction tonight. I'll remember that. But, you know, I'm learning.
2: That's my job title. Yeah, there you go. And actually, my when we you hired be a our first rock well, star, when we hired our first employee, we didn't realize that he played drums. And so <laughs> we sat down, we, we were at work and he sat down at the drum set and started playing. And like Jamie and I looked at each other we're like, oh my God, we have is a that, drummer too.
1: Awesome. <laughs> well, I concern? used to just hang out with drummers. I worked at, at Safeway, the um, grocery chain, for 10 years. It was my first job before I, I went to KPMG. And we had so many musicians there but 90 percent of them were drummers so you'd go to a house party where there was one drum kit there and you'd have like eight people fighting it out to mm-hmm. you know jam and you'd be hearing drums all night it was fun for a while until your head started your ears started to bleed from all that but it was fun yeah,
0: i don't know and where Andrew, i was growing up there was no drum kits at the house parties i went to there was like a stereo was- i,
1: I I, I lived in, I went to high school in this area where there was a lot of rich people. Um, I, we definitely weren't those people. Um, you know, we were middle class, whatever. And I'd go to all these, these high end parties. And yeah, we'd find all kinds of crazy shit like that. Spoiled rich kids. They'd throw good parties in high school. Yes. We had fraternities and sororities in high school. What? Yes.
0: In high school.
1: In high school, two sororities and one fraternity. The frat had actually got shut down in grade 11 because they held this big party and they kind of did it on private land without asking. And then the weather turned bad. And on the way home, a car went into the ditch. Somebody died. It was a high profile person. So it didn't go over well. But the sorority girls held these amazing parties all the time, you know.
2: So we were kind of spoiled that way. Well, I tried to put together a QBO band or at least I'm still working on it. Um, I wanna have a QBO, a, a, an Intuit band where we play all four of the hold music tunes. And so we've <laughs> <That's
1: classic. laughs> we've
2: nailed down one of them it's at qborockstar.com. And so I put a call out to Jamie nice. Campbell who has a master's in music and plays. And she's like, uh, she's on that track playing.
0: Oh, you know guys, to Oliver doing the she's
2: cello. Playing, she's playing guitar. She's nice. got guitar, flute, lock and Spiel, and she layered three vocal tracks to harmonize with herself. All I did was the bassline. Did you say yeah. yeah, and spiel. spiel on that on that first tune. <laughs> so we na- we named the band Save Your Assets, um, nice. and that's our first song. And uh, we need a we, we're looking for a drummer. So if there's any accountant drummers out there, if I ever actually pull this off, so we become the opening band at QB Connect. We, we're looking for a drummer. Maybe yeah. a second guitarist too, <laughs> but well, we've got well, one. I, music I, pl- down I play piano. More what about play, Jason? Does Jason uh, play drums at all? Like he's. Uh, a Lisa snicker. Peterson I know he's a is club. our is our keyboardist. So. so no, I, I play piano.
1: I, I I was schooled by Jade Simmons. Yeah,
0: you were taught by Jade Simmons. Oh, so, that's right.
1: I got the two finger thing down. Is it room for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it
0: was more like.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah that was that was that's the extent of it and i i retired after that day under advisement from my uh my talent agent
0: so i have no musical ability no i don't guitar, actually either in high school i love music but i can't play it
1: i love listening to it i like watching it performed i like all different kinds um oh, but what's, yeah. what's
2: interesting is that you know going back to what we were talking about about Learning styles. I'm not an audio learner at all, and so as a mu- uh, when I play music, I don't actually hear the music in my head, which makes it a serious challenge. Uh, but like, I, I don't do well with and webinars, note. and I don't do well with uh, with podcasts. I just like squirrel and I go a d d off into something else. Like I don't take in information through my ears. Oh,
1: podcasts have been. So are you saying that I'm an au- is that how I learn then? Because I really? like podcasts, I, yeah. If you, you
2: like know listening- through, through all the
1: exercise I need, like I can't just go out for a walk. The other day I went out, and I I didn't have my AirPods in, I didn't have my phone with me, and it was quiet. I stopped, looked around, mm-hmm. and I couldn't walk. Well, but what I do is I bring out podcasts, or mm-hmm. um, I listen. There's ways to listen to you know live TV when you're out there, or a book. Um, the, the know, thing that's both... got me
2: going to when i'm out walking which actually adds like a mile or two for me is talking to people i actually i i randomly flip through my phone and i make it spin I and then i hit it and then i call whoever it hits it's and, russian and I, roulette I, with I, the phone what's that
0: russian roulette with the phone
2: yeah yeah and i've wound up talking to friends i haven't talked to in like 10 or 15 that's, years who are just cool. still in my phone it's been really fun that's, that's how i spent cool. my entire summer i love that that's yeah. a good idea. I am I sort of
1: resist the phone. Anyone who knows me knows that. And the reason being is I find that once you're on the phone, you can be there for five hours and five hours goes by very that's the quickly. Good part. So I find it to be yep. a big a big time suck potentially.
2: Well, that's actually how I got my, my miles in, you know, trying to yeah, get well, anywhere that's... near my 10,000 steps. It's the phone calls that are actually doing it. Otherwise, I'm yeah. like, once around the block, James, and that's it.
0: Well, it well, can that, get easily tiring. Have, have, do you guys see what I'm doing now? So my mom's. We've well, got your
1: treadmill. Um, I've got my what treadmill. What else did you buy uh, this week for physical? I didn't exercise. buy any new
0: gadgets, but I I am gonna totally up the game because my coworker suggested it to me, and I was like, it's the first thing I thought of. I need his oh. and
1: her Pelotons.
0: No. So what I have is I have a treadmill, a walk, not even a treadmill, a walking bad. And my mom had said to me, like I was, I just got it, like two weeks ago, not even. And um, I was not enjoying it quite as much as I had thought I would. I was watching Netflix while I'd be on the treadmill, which was all right. But my mom said, Hey, why don't you go through a walking tour? She'd actually suggested a a walking tour through Spain. And because she knows I I like some of the artists from Spain. Um, But unfortunately, that was a paid one. So I went to YouTube and found the free one. And I did a walk through Italy. So for the last, two
2: minutes, but are you actually walking? Oh, like on your treadmill? It's oh, I'm virtual. Doing a walking. To go walking so you're treadmill. going for a virtual <laughs> walk it. through Italy. <laughs> Italy. So I literally <laughs> took 10k. I
1: could Italy. do that. Because I walk everywhere, right? Oh, I'd Hadrian. love to go walking somewhere. Oh, cool
0: it was like so that. cool! And it was like you can kind of hear people speaking in Italian as he walks by, and like, <laughs> and I'm like, and you can see like the steps, like What's the matter of you? And I'm like, I have to up the game, and I have to get a VR headset. I, I, I have an Oculus. Yeah, an I have an
2: Oculus. Oculus. Uh-huh. I'm a bit so worried you...
0: I'll fall off the treadmill because I have fallen off the treadmill twice already.
2: <laughs> and just because you <laughs> have one like eight beers slaps. before you get up there, you're like,
0: I gotta burn off this case of beer I just had. <laughs> well, I'm like, it's Friday night. I, I went down to my show and now I have to exercise, go to the treadmill. I might
2: have one of these. Yep, burn off the calories.
0: <laughs> well, Uh-oh. dude, that's the problem. My my number one issue is planning for Friday night live. I kn- fr- like the only night I drink is Friday night. And my the calories for my booze is a thousand calories. So I've got to figure out how am I working that's a thousand calories into that's a full in, day. That's, that's a, full a long walk. especially look. with Noom, who only gives you half your calories. Mm-hmm. Like because Noom yeah. I'm on Noom. I love that. Yeah. I've you heard know, of you, Noom. You have Noom to do awesome. like 2,000 calories worth of exercise to earn a thousand calories worth of like you're still in a good spot. And,
1: and I want to say this while we're on the topic of of Noom, I've been sending out the referral link for you know I've, I did it for eight months. Noom expired the end of December, but Amazon keeps sending me my referral cards lately. All of a sudden, a whole bunch rolled in. So thank you very much for those who clicked on that link and signed up. It got me a new pair of shoes.
2: You get referral cards? I just get money off of my subscription. I think well, they, they, they were cards. given
1: $20 Amazon cards. Well, the worst Google. part is I didn't even use Brian's oh, subscription,
0: even though he's it's a right. I, I,
1: didn't, I didn't. I didn't honestly i originally they said oh you're in canada it doesn't count so i just said whatever um and i knew somebody up here that got one it's the only thing is it's for the u.s so you have to be willing to use your amazon u.s account it can't be transferred over to your canadian one but they ship up here and i go to the states and i can get stuff sent places so what the hell but uh yeah it it was i i got a really nice message the other day um through somebody at Used to be facebook friends with not anymore but anyways they sent a message to my wife and said we just want you to tell brad that we are doing you now and... no 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 mm-hmm. it's it's a scooter club politics so next week we're going down under i you just put the music on that's a I, that's I the heard, time heard, we're about to I leave heard
2: you know, that. I this this, this,
0: reminding we've you been
1: on you. a great run next week from live from australia Andrew, do you remember this? We got Rob Nixon on. If anyone knows who Rob is, he's a pretty interesting character.
0: Yeah, Um, a lot. Very successful,
1: great guy. It'll be the future in Australia.
0: Yeah, it will be the future. It'll be tomorrow today. And Alicia, thank you again for joining us. I'm looking forward to hanging out. Maybe we put
1: the link in the in the comments. Come join us. Anyone who's
0: up there, we've actually already got some people sitting here waiting, and you're gonna have to wait just one minute. For me to finish the live. Um but Alicia, well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us and and, and stick around you, and I hope you know we'll play some d d or just at least hang out and yeah. um
1: That's right, d d time.
0: Yeah, that was well, We were we, going to roll you up a character. Promise if if you going to play Dungeons and Dragons. So <laughs> I I did read the handbook. Well, okay, I read the cover. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> um it's only but, 275 pages. Yeah, it's it's kind of long. Um right.
0: But we're we're gonna have some more fun tonight, and and we're gonna have some more fun next week. So for those of you who hung out with us tonight, we hope you'll Thank hang you. out with us next Friday, and we'll see you then. Bye for now.
1: Good night, everyone. See you next week. Okay, we got to remember to go off. Remember.